Welcome back to the Black Elysian Podcast. I'm back with my main girl, Jessica Gates. Peace, peace, peace. Um, so since we were last on the air, uh, midterm happened. Donald Trump has announced um, his run for 2024. Um, Nancy Pelosi has stepped down as Speaker of the House. Um the Republicans actually flipped the House, I guess you want to say, and it seems like the Democrats are going to hang on control of the Senate. Uh, so it's been a busy time in, in politics. Um, you have any midterm thoughts? That's what I was going to ask you. You want to start off local and then take it, yeah, take it national? So, okay, go ahead hit me. Um. I'm all for the um, Gretchen Whitmore 2024 campaign, even though she says she has no desire to to be president. Uh, I feel like she, um, she should run, though. Uh, what she was able to do um, in Michigan was amazing. I feel like she carried um, a lot of the um, below-ballot candidates in the Democratic Party and it was because of her um, that the Democrats were able to flip the state house and state senate. So, um, big shout out to Big Gretch as she's known around here. Uh, Dana Nessel won two, Jocelyn Benson. So, huge Democratic landslide in the, in the state that I guess would be considered a swing state. So, um, were there uh, any surprises for you? Um, no, I had Gretchen winning him by about 10 points, and I think she won by 12. So, um, I did think... We're pretty close. I did think the, um, Nessel, um, the general, the attorney general race would be a little bit closer, but... Mm-mm. Um, just... No, she, she, she was triumphant. Now, did you vote... In person, or did you do a mail-in? Um, no, I I was excited to get back to being able to vote in person. So uh, we we loaded the kids up in the car and, and went to vote. I love it. I love when I see families there and they're all happy. It was um, it was a woman taking a picture of I, I imagine her son. He was eighteen years old, and you know everyone, not everyone, <coughs> but he was happy to hold up his "I voted" sticker, and it was so beautiful. Do you know what number? You um, excuse me. You guys were at your polling place. Um, no, I normally look, and I didn't look this time for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. Like I voted like as soon as we got off of work, we went, and uh, it wasn't crowded when we got there. But then, like as soon as we got done, like the line was like wrapped around. So, period. I love it. I know there was definitely record turnout as there was definitely record spending this year. Um, where I voted, I was, I think, number 619 around maybe 5.30 p.m. And the poll workers were ecstatic because they said, you know, we only got 300, around 300 people at the last election. So you could tell everyone was definitely charged a lot more of these midterms. Um, I've heard some people kind of describe it as tribalism now where we're at, you know, in the political landscape when you think of the Republicans, Democrats. So I definitely think there was more of a people just willing to step out there and fight a little bit more. And there were just some big items on the ballot, too, um, you know, especially with our proposals, proposals one through three that we had in our state. Um, 
that, you know, depending on what side you're on, I'm claiming the side of victory. Thank goodness that <laughs> I voted for succeeded. So, so that was definitely good. How was your, how was your daughter with the, with the process? Was she engaged? Was she excited? What was her, some of her feedback? Um, she, I don't know. She hasn't really been a gay, like she'll ask me Hoover, like, mm-hmm. like she knows, you know, big Gretch or whatever, but it's like a lot of the, uh, proposals. <laughs> out here. Yeah. I see. Now, do you, now how do you go about deciding your vote? Like, do you, are you someone who reviews heavily? Cause you're, you're already a history teacher. So you're naturally like. Yeah, so lock and step with being interested in the whole civic engagement and process. But how do you go about researching? Um, a lot of the most of the candidates I'm I'm was already familiar with. Um the proposals I had to do a little bit of research, um going through some of like just talking to different people, what each proposal meant. Uh and then the judges, um I always have to do research on, um, although a few of the judges, um, I knew this time. So that, that was pretty cool, um, to vote for a couple of people that I knew. Um, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. I know one person who I thought I was wanting to win, but then I think, uh, Kyra Bolden. Yeah. The young lady Democratic from this area. Candidate mm-hmm. for Supreme Court. Correct, correct. Yeah, she didn't necessarily secure that victory, but I think she also has a bright, promising future. And then to go back to what you were saying about um, Gretchen running for president, because, you know, we've talked, I think, this whole year about who is like a candidate um, for the Democratic Party, because 2024 will be here before we know it. Like, we're about to kiss 2022 goodbye, and essentially we're on the hills of, you know, 23. So that's interesting that you think she would make um, a good... I mean, I could see... I mean, she's definitely high-profile enough, given the whole... When they tried to kid, I mean, like you said, she's been through a lot, you know, trying to be kidnapped. Like, it's just ridiculous. So I definitely think she has the hero story, um, the hero story that would make for a good narrative and just what she's been able to help aid us through, you know, in terms of success. But, yeah, I think it goes back to that who I think now is the time where you start to see, like, who can we actually look forward to coming up? And you touched on Trump running and whatnot. But it's interesting because, you know, they still have. DeSantis is still highly in that conversation, and he just got yeah. reelected. And if I'm the Republican, DeSantos is my choice. Over Herschel? Over Trump, over Herschel, I I, I believe. Um, oh, I think he would win. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm yeah. a Republican donor, a Republican uh, PAC organization, um I, I just feel like this, this election was also a referendum on Trump. Oh, for sure. Those who did. So, so yes, we're saying that, but we also have to look at the amount of money. Trump is still able to go out and rally and still draw crowds. He's still able. I, I need, I have to look up the number, the amount of money he raised just on fighting the whole election fraud and whatnot. And I, I definitely get what you're saying and whatnot for some of the people who abandoned, you know, people who supported Trump. But I still, I still think Trump could turn out a crowd. If 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 we had to vote this upcoming Tuesday, he'd still have a pretty good amount of people. You don't think? Yeah, he'll have a good amount of people. But I, I don't think what what got what um, DeSantos was able to do in Florida. Um, 
I just feel like if I'm if I'm a Republican um, slappy, a Republican reporter, um, your your best chance in 2024 is DeSantos. Um, I do feel like while Trump has a a a, a a good amount of support in the Republican Party. I feel like DeSantos uh, was able to do something in Florida that uh, very similar to Whitmore, able to carry the the lower um, level candidates. He was able to win Latino supporters. Um, so I feel like Trump will get the base Republican, but I feel like DeSantos could get some independence to swing Republican as well. And I I think that's the key. No, yeah, no, no, no. There's definitely a possibility. But, you know, that's the thing. Florida voting is different than the rest of our type of voting. They have issues that are unique to them. And isn't he one of the governors who I I hear you saying about progressives, but didn't he team up with Governor Abbott in uh, Texas to to drop off? immigrants i mean he his policy yeah so so, so he was able to pull like a lot of latino voters but a lot of times they do vote against their own interests and i don't know what that looks like on a national stage for voting like yeah like that stuff might fly in florida where you know that you know i think could incubate that type of thinking more but on a national level i don't know how that would translate but i definitely think he's the the republican darling for sure desantis is yeah i I read an interesting article that republicans are doing a good job of flipping latino voters so it'll be i'm not surprised well yeah but there are I feel like they've always had them that way because traditionally, I, my understanding is there's a little bit more religiously conservative and that's kind of what, you know, a pillar of the Republican Party, so to speak, and as it relates to some of the rights that they choose and go for. And, you know, they kind of lean on the Bible, you know, a little bit. I don't want to say Bible something, but they kind of lean on that. To me, that's the party for it. Um, and I'm not surprised that a group that's, you know, inherently, I think, a little bit more observant of certain religious practices leans towards that. But it is interesting, though. It, it, it is. So do you think Biden has a chance if he were to do it in 24? No. I hope not. Well, so he's got, what, two more years now. Um, yeah, he. I don't know if you caught it, but he did did say he's planning on yeah. running in 2024. I know. I uh, know. Listen, when he came on the mic, and you know, it's so funny because it's just audio. I was listening um, at his press conference the day after midterms. And, you know, just when he starts to talk, it already just sounds so, he already, he's just, I, I, I hope he would take, and granted, Nancy Pelosi has had a different set of circumstances as of recently, which I'm sure, you know, aided even more in her decision. But I just wish he would take a cue and, you know, recognize, hey, maybe it's time to, you know, let some something new, someone, someone new. And because he's just so old. I hate to say it. He turned 80 today. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine. Like, you know, that's definitely. But, you know, he's just. Oh, man. we. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's why, from a um, Democratic strategist, I'm, I'm, I'm spending. I think Pete Buttigieg is more popular than than Joe Biden right now. You think who is Pete Buttigieg? Uh, oh yeah, Mayor no, Pete. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, but Biden did just have the success of the, but it seems like it's getting rolled back, the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, so nine states, and I believe Florida and Texas are two of them, um, have sued the, the administration saying mm-hmm. they don't have the right to. So it'll be um, interesting to see what happens with that. Um, if, but, we, but, but we're kind of at a stable place, though, it seems as well, too, with COVID, because he kind of started in on that. So I don't. I don't think he's done. I say all that to say he's done an okay job. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he he hasn't done like awful to me. And he's, I think what he does this next year, this next 365, he's working like, with he's a C plus. Like he's gonna have to hit it hard. Hmm. I said he's working with about a C plus. So it was a D minus. Or it was a D plus. It was a D plus for you or a D? It was the and then, D he, minus. And then, and then you moved him up to, I feel like, a B-minus at one point. Yeah, he, a B-? he's, he's C-plus right now. So he lost some credit. Why he didn't turn in an assignment? What, how, how did his grade <laughs> drop? Um, I just, I don't know. I just I just feel like <laughs> we're stuck in purgatory at this point. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I I understand completely. Yeah, there's, there's no... Um, just really, you know. I'm I'm more so interested to see um, Kamala and and what she she's does. Been quiet. She's been quiet. I hate to say, I hate to sound like the 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 rest of the people, but do you think she's been a little quiet? We haven't. I mean, granted, even though traditionally the VP role has never been a highly highly visible role. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hell, the, in the Constitution, it does not really define the the role of the vice president. Uh, I know going back in history, people like Lyndon B. Johnson hated me in the vice president. Uh, so I think there's that. I do think the next two years uh, will define her her legacy, and if. Biden wants to set her up for it. Um, 20, 2024 run. Uh, mm. I, 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 I just don't see Biden as being a viable candidate in 2024. Um, there's very little that would change my mind. Oh, no. I. He'd have to stop the, the for me, the foreign aid. There's a few things he would need to do. But no, I, I, I would, I, yeah, I'm, I am interested if he's, you know, if him and Harris are going to hopefully do it again. Or we'll see. What did you think about what's going on in Georgia? Um, I knew Stacey Abrams didn't stand a chance in hell. Uh, you didn't think she had a fighting chance? No, Brian Kemp is still... T- too well liked. Um, with any any kept their economy going a little bit. Too. Yeah, so uh, I do think what's interesting though is Herschel Walker didn't benefit from Kemp's uh, popularity um, because so, the fact it's down to well, I, I think that's how likable Warnock is though too, and how well he campaigned. Yeah, so um, I I do feel like, especially if Trump goes to visit Georgia, um, that that Warnock will will win. Uh, I hope so. Democrats did get a very uh, favorable ruling uh, when it came to early voting. This the judge rule, I believe, was either yesterday or Thursday that the. 
that they could do early voting on starting Saturday, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So, oh wow, because they had record turnout, didn't they? I felt yeah, they had really good numbers. Like I, I, this year alone, I think was just record turnout, like we were talking about earlier. But yeah, Georgia specifically. Yeah, especially in places where abortion was on the ballot as well, um, mm-hmm. that led to to record turnout. Um. The Democrats need to package. One of the things I, I felt like Warnock and Gretchen did well was they stayed on message. That would be a great ticket. <laughs> now that you say those two names together, but no, he. I I think he definitely did good, and I at least from what I've been seeing and reading about at least his uh, mobilization efforts in Georgia is he went to those rural, more rural areas and whatnot. He like, he actually did a lot of just on ground work. And I think that made a big difference as well too. just seeing, uh, seeming more relatable as were, I think Stacy did some of the same things too. I remember seeing, I think a clip of her at either Spelman or more, one of the HBCUs, um, one of their yeah, homecomings, but I was talking to my cousin who stays down there and he was just saying, you know, the thing is you have to get certain people on board with visualizing that person in their leadership and maybe them seeing her dance on stage with something they said, oh, no, I can't have that person be a representation of me, even though it's it's very, very, very harmless. But it's I mean, but that's just a whole different conversation about how hard it is to be a woman politician. You can't. The, the range of things that you're able to do in a pantsuit and whatnot like that is, is very, very limited. You can't you can't be human. But he was just saying that I think that action and some of the other ones maybe turned off some potential voters. But they said even if because she had high she had a high turnout with black men, black women, of course. But, you know, typically, as imagine white men and white women um, were, were lower numbers as were. Warnock was able to get some of those white men and white women voters, but I think, like I was saying earlier, it was just because of maybe his mobilization efforts as well, too. Yeah, and I don't think Herschel Walker is that well likable. He's likable enough to secure those votes he did. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think on the grand Well, I, I do feel like he benefited stage, from, from Kemp in some regard, too. Um, the, I'm excited for the runoff um I, I think warnock will win um so i'm but, hopeful but I, I, I do feel like that the the democrats need to take take a page from from whitmore and warnock and just hammer home your, your main message yeah no i yeah he definitely stayed on you know, I, I think with him, I don't know if it's even an oxymoron to say it, but he just comes across still at this point in his career as authentic and whatnot. Um, and I think that's kind of what, what translates for him, at least for what I see and what I interpret as what's been able to help, you know, move him along in the party and to the success. And yeah, like you said, I, I hope he wins. But it's surprising that Herschel even made it to this point and secured the amount of votes that he did, even given the the televised debate that they had. So there's obviously people voting for him, and there's people who will dislike something enough to vote something in just to keep whatever system or whatever, you know, framework in place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really worried about 
2024, but I, I guess, know. I guess we got two years to to stress about in the future. Yeah, I know. You're right. It's it's I, but it's still you know what happens with these midterms is it, it refocuses like all right like we gotta we gotta get it together like it's, it's it serves as a timestamp you know like all right for the next two years we have to. So what do you think about Nancy? stepping away um it was time um Mm -hmm. i thought she should have stepped away two years ago but uh better better um and i just feel like everything that happened with her husband i also feel like that hurt the republican party um Mm -hmm. because the the response by a lot of the republicans were very vitriol like instead of like Mitch McConnell, I know issued you know a statement, you know saying you know how unfortunate the event was, but I felt like more Republicans should have came out and said you know this behavior is unacceptable, mm-hmm. no matter you know who's you know what party it is, and I felt like that was a, the, a chance for the Republicans to show unity as, as you know as just Americans, and they definitely missed it uh, with that. But I, I felt like. It's time, Nance, and looks like we're going to get our first African-American speaker of the House, so, or majority, minority leader, I should say, because I have to. We'll have to see, yeah. yeah. But no, I agree. I, I, you know, I appreciate those who know when it's time, and I, like you said, I definitely think the terribly unfortunate situation with her husband probably sped that up, um, as it should, but yeah, I, I think that's a, that, that definitely could have, because I think the Republicans have the sting of the insurrection and everything like that happening earlier. You know, like they still have that sting. So I think now would have been a good time to at least, I don't know if humanize is the word, but at least just show that, you know, hey, sometimes this stuff is getting a little um, out of hand. And the fact that, you know, such an unfortunate situation like that had to happen, I definitely think it was a missed opportunity, like you said. I definitely agree with that sentiment. Yeah, so... Uh, um, it'll be interesting to see um, if Biden's able to get anything accomplished um, with the House going Republican by the slimmest of margins. I know uh, the Republicans have already said like they're not going to spend a lot of time on January the 6th. Um, do you think we spend too much time? So, realistically, honestly, do you think we spend too much time, resources, and energy on January 6th and on taking Trump to task on certain things? Um, well, I'm, yeah, but I'm glad that uh, the Attorney General Garland came on and said, you know, he's appointing a special counsel. Um, let the special counsel deal with it. I do feel like we get too bogged down in um, partisan issues. Like, I know the Republicans are planning to go after Hunter Biden and a few other things. Uh there was already discussions if they had got a um, super majority in the House like they were expecting at first, that they were going to impeach Biden. So that's how, let's see how that process plays out. Uh, just like with Trump, I feel like the squad spent too much time trying to impeach Trump when we knew it wasn't going to go anywhere okay. in the Senate. So. That's my thing. I just feel like we kind of spin our wheels with trying to prosecute. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of this, the stuff that he's obviously accused of that you would think is easily provable and 
you know, something you would actually carry out the full extent of justice with. But the rules just don't apply to Trump, it seems like, in a lot of instances. So that's why I'm just like, I'm not saying it's not necessary to at least try to prosecute this person and whatnot. But when I think of the resources and the time and the and the effort that we do towards it, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like it's a mismanagement. Yeah, so it, yeah, I mean, we, the United States, I, I feel like we mentioned, man, it's so, so, so many funds. So many but, resources and funds and our aid to certain. Yeah, things that are going to go absolutely nowhere. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, no, it's it's ridiculous. But, yeah, good midterm. So it seems like you were happy with the election results and. Yeah, and I like I like what Whitmore said because uh, it sounds like she want to do at the state level, but I feel like Democrats should have did at the national level. Uh, in the past two years, while they've been in charge, she said, "Now that I have the legislator too, it's time to hit the accelerator on some things that we need to get done." So, I'm, I'm no, a- she seems good. She's. She's out here. She's doing her thing. She's definitely the people's champ. I went to a work function on a Thursday evening. It was an award ceremony downtown for an organization that's um, extremely big and just instrumental in the in our Arab community called Access. And anywho, she came and uh, she came and spoke for a minute and someone from the crowd yelled out, OK, big rich. <laughs> I said, oh, what a beautiful Detroit moment, but completely understandable. Yeah, she's she's out here flexing on the people. That's for sure. I know she is. She is. No, she's she's a cool governor. She she's cool. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, that we showed up and showed out the way we did uh, for her. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little emo when I <laughs> when it's time to vote or whatever. Not like full on tears, but there is part of me that's like, oh, I just like to see the civic process play out. Yeah, I'm always. So, observant of the moment. Yeah, Lauren has called election days my Super Bowl because I'm up to like. Period. It's the greatest day, especially oh, it's the greatest. It's the one day I'll watch CNN because they have the most up to date graphics and stuff. But it's a sport, though. You're right. It's 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 American sports. Like to me, at the most, uh, I don't know, one of the most basic forms. Yeah. But that's your wife is dead on with that. Yeah, I'm up looking at election returns. I'm always oh, get excited when they be like, "We got new results in," or the polls yes. just closed. <laughs> yeah, with Wolf Blitzer uh, and stuff. And yeah, I, I isn't enjoy. Isn't it crazy how the technology has changed? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm about to say I enjoy um, seeing Wolf Blitzer. So. Yeah. No. I was just going to say, even the, the, the way the technology has changed, how they can just zoom in. I'm just always blown away by technology. I don't know if it's just because the, the content I typically consume isn't maybe super, like, CGI. I don't watch a lot of, like, high, I don't know, stuff like that. So when I'm able to see, like, that minority report looking stuff where they're pulling up graphics, let's take it to Nevada yeah, and all that and they're, stuff. They're naming like, co- oh. counties, like, I've never heard of. Like, Oh, I love it. And they just break it down, and they're all... They got the one black guy, Van Jones, out there whatnot, sitting yeah. around and everything. Yeah, no, I definitely, that's the night I'll do CNN because, like I said, they're super, 
super up to date with the uh, with the information. I know it's a long night for them as well, too. I could imagine. Yeah, they got some Van Jones and um, what's the black lady? Abby Phillips. Joy. Oh. Joy Reid is what MSNBC. Yeah, Joy, and I'm mad at MSNBC right now. So. Hold on. Now, was it Joy? Was it Joy Reid or was it another sister who they um? Um, no, it was, uh, it was Tiffany Cross. The, thank the, you, the thank Croft you, Report. Tiffany Cross. Now what? Now Tiffany is on which station? She's on MSNBC too. And they tried to pull her show. They did pull her show. It was canceled. Uh, it was. The what happened with Joy Reid? The. Joy she's Reed. still working. Yeah. I just saw her. She's still working. I saw her with yeah, her beautiful she's... skin and her blonde hair. My mom had her on. Did something happen with her? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's what I thought you had said. Oh, but okay. So, yeah. So, you enjoyed your election 2022. You're looking forward to the next one. Got it. Yeah, Sounds so. Good. It's what your, else are you looking forward to this upcoming holiday season? Well, you have Michigan, Ohio State, Saturday. So, <coughs> talk about the game yesterday. I I missed it. I was watching the the kid, but I I heard it was a real close one, and there was a bad call with U of M. But they, I saw the box score. Was it like nineteen seventeen or something like that? Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Uh, U of M played their worst game of the season by far. They got that W though. Yeah, and then, what, was it even a worthy opponent? Was it even like one of their tougher opponents? You would say it was against Illinois. Yeah, so Illinois is pretty much built the same way as Michigan. They want to run the ball, control the clock. So and kind of like Michigan play, playing itself, basically. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm picturing the Spider-Man uh, meme where they're pointing at each other. Yeah, so. Um, but they weren't the only top 10 team to play, have close games. UCLA and the USC was um, – USC won by three. Tennessee I got – two. Yeah, Tennessee got blown out and lost. Mm. Ohio State was actually losing most of the, the Maryland game. Oh, see, uh, it sounds like you had a good football Saturday. Yeah, TCU won. A, <laughs> TCU won on a field goal to stay unbeaten. So yeah, all a lot of the games it was all were, close calls. Georgia only once. I think they won sixteen to six. That was a close game. They got a field goal, Michigan. How, how did they get that? What was their last play? To, to yeah, it was a it was a field goal to. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Michigan wide receivers, they they dropped a bunch of balls to at least two, no, three, that would have been for for sure touchdowns were dropped. So. Hmm. Okay. But, no, I mean, they're still, what are they now, 10-0? Yeah, 11-0. 11, thank you. Okay. 11-0. I mean, they're still top contenders. Yeah, them in Ohio State, both eleven and zero, going into the game at that shitty stadium, Ohio Stadium. But <laughs> okay, yeah, Columbus no, I mean, is a nice good. town, though. I I enjoy Columbus. It's a very lovely town, but shitty university. 
Listen, that beef is never going away. You passing that beef on to Ali. Yep, Ali already knows how to say go blue. Beautiful. Okay, good. So he's at a, he knows. Mm-hmm. Very good. How about, um, have I seen any Jawan Howard stuff? Yeah, I've, I've seen some Jawan Howard. I've seen, yeah, people at the games and stuff like that. Yeah, college basketball is back. Whoop, whoop. Um, Michigan, they look good their first three games, and they got blew out their last game. By how much, do you know? By about 25. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it happens. It, it definitely happens. You know, I'm, I can't talk about UConn. You know, they're number 25. But um, they've been doing pretty good. Um, Michigan State should definitely be ranked. Uh, they beat Kentucky. They should have beat Gonzaga in the... Um, Okay, I saw some of the Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh, I caught some of the Gonzaga game when I was at the. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, they should have beat Gonzaga. I I love the um, Veterans Day aircraft carrying games. I I I just love that scene. Um, yeah, no, Gonzaga's always a good contender. Gonzaga's um, overrated. Texas Texas just beat the brakes off of Gonzaga. It happens every now and again. You know, you always, you know, every now and again, you might have a surprise. Mm, that was that was a great a beat down. A, a whoop. <laughs> it was up there. Well, Gonzaga lost my thirty, and the game wasn't even that close. Mm, that's a big. That's a gap. At yeah. that point, it's just an exhibition. Yeah, Shock and Smart may have uh, <laughs> left Texas at the the, the right time um, and went to Marquette. His Shock and Smart was always blowing games like that, so. That was a good one. Well, I'm a rep, of course, for UConn. They're number three in the Big East. So... I'll take it for no. So let's go Huskies. Let's see if we can get some, make yeah. some motion this year, hopefully. Yeah, I'm excited because women's basketball is back. Yes, my, it's going good already. My South Carolina Gamecocks already are doing the thing. Are they? Yeah. You know, they, they, okay. coach, they coach by the one and only Don Staley, you know. And we know that's the boo. We know, we know. I know my Huskies are number five or whatever. They're two and yeah, my Paige Buckets is hurt, so you know, I know out for the season. So that's okay. We still got other people developing. Listen, we still gonna make it, baby. We okay? We still gonna make it. How far we're gonna make it? That's a little bit different, but. Are we going to be out here moving? Is it still a good yeah, basketball I'm, I'm program? Yeah, I'm sad because I I, I enjoy watching um, Paige play. Um, she's one of my favorite um, players to watch. Um, she's fun, Bex. Yeah, so hopefully next year she'll be back healthy. UConn should be right back in the thick of things. I mean, we're always going to be Elite Eight, baby. Yeah, but y'all are you, you, Elite Stop. Eight. Elite Stop eight. the convo. Stop the convo. Because I know where you're going. 
Elite Eight, what? Go ahead, finish the statement. I already know. That, that's not, you know, that's not where UConn is used that? to be. I know, but we, okay, and you know, that's just the basic. We know we get we make it past there, but no, you know, in all sincerity, I am happy to see a sister like Don Staley and the squad. Uh, South Carolina get on too long. UConn and Tennessee, you know, were able to hold it down. And Baylor, they they, they be having little blips oh, every yeah. now and then. Kim, especially comments. not at, um, what's the, the lady, Kim Murky, or it's down there, and then, um, I can't think of the black coach that's at Arizona, but she's... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I I enjoy um, college basketball, uh, men and women, over uh, the NBA. So. Yeah, you know what? I will say, I think because of just the, the length of season, though, they have to go a little bit harder, at least to me, and... Um, not, I mean, not to say you should be resting in the NBA, but they have to go a little bit harder in a shorter Yeah, there's time no, um, what do they call it, load management rest. Um, although mm-hmm. the, the, the NBA is upside down right now. so It's, it's a lot. Of, oh, the people. Oh, it's um, Adia Barnes. Yeah. Or Adia Barnes, who's the coach for Arizona. But no, what were you saying about the NBA? I'm, I'm just saying it's upside down. Golden State is under 500. Oh. Uh, the Lakers suck. We lost. beat Golden State. Yeah, the, the Lakers. Pistons. The Lakers might be the worst team in the NBA right now. Uh, <sighs> Brooklyn sucks. I the, mean, the the Pelicans look damn good though. Um, I will say yeah. that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which game I saw them. Saw them in. Pelicans look good. Chauncey has um, Portland playing really good ball right now. Jazz are bon- yeah Grizzlies. You already know who I'm going for. Come on now, Phoenix Suns. You already know uh, where they're at. Whatever. But they're nine and six. So I, know, I know. I hate the 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 Phoenix City jerseys. They have the teal jerseys. I, I didn't know who the hell. I don't, the mind, hell them. I don't mind them. Have you seen the the um, Big Sean design? Yeah, so I actually um, may get one. Uh, As you should. That's, that shit is hard. Yeah, shout out to um, Big Sean, St. Cecilia. Uh, right. Yeah, he's such a good representation for the city. He's always... Uh, oh, yeah. Did con- you see his, his Congrats his to Big Sean. Yeah. Uh, the, the pictures look so baby cute. Baby boy. He had a uh, on. Um, yeah. Noah, I think is his I name. I love the name. I think that's such a cute name. I know that baby is going to be adorable. They're both two very cute people. Yeah, shout out to uh, Big Sean. But, yeah, I definitely want to get a uh, jersey. Um, Having got a chance to play at the famous St. Cecilia gym. uh, As you should. You should definitely put that on the Christmas list. Although playing at St. Cecilia always scared the, the hell out of me, but. They no, it's have definitely the, um, a city landmark. Yeah, they have the one wall that's so close to out of bounds. But listen, and I love how Jalen keeps the uh, Jalen Rose keeps it alive. But speaking of NBA stuff, we didn't write it down. But what do you think of, about this whole Kyrie stuff? Is it's NBA news? Um, Kyrie, he's apologized. Um, well, his, first, do you well, well, first do you think he was wrong? Like, what? What are you even taking it back further so, than that? 
Uh, was he wrong? Not necessarily. Um, I mean, people post stuff all the time and may not have, you know, truly um, watched the whole thing. I don't think he truly watched the whole documentary. Uh, <laughs> I think where he messed up at is when he was first called, you know, out about it. Uh, he didn't. He wasn't contrite. He didn't really offer an apology. I get what he was saying. Like, he didn't make the documentary. Yeah. Uh, Adam Silver has even come out and, you know, stated that he doesn't feel like Kyrie's anti-Semitic. Yeah. So, uh, now, where, where I'll get on black people is, y'all comparing Kyrie to, to Muhammad Ali. Uh, stop it. Who, who did that? Um, a couple of brothers at the barbershop. I was about ready to run out before my haircut was even done. <laughs> I mean, so when we look back, so, well, I don't think he was respect, and I'm not comparing and whatnot. But at the time, I'm sure people said a lot of the same things and whatnot like that. It's not until people are a little bit older, or even at, sadly, in our least case, a little bit more feeble that, oh, they were so great. People didn't love King while he was alive. People didn't, you know, have this high veneration and high, like, whatever and just recognize the greatness and contribution so you you feel like they're put a little bit too i i will say black people are a little bit too quick to be like oh they just like such and such but i don't know if he's done some great act of uh like humanity or and whatnot like that but you just didn't like that comparison okay yeah you know i'm very um sensitive when it comes to ali but uh yeah, I, know. I, 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 I I would like to see him play though. Um, I like Kyrie. To, to see, you know, I, I do think it's important. I'm sorry. To see, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I just like to see good players and great players be able to play. Um, like I said, he's apologized. He's met with the commissioner, Adam Silver. Has I know. said he doesn't think he's anti-Semitic. Um, it, it's it's time to move on. Yeah. How come Amazon ain't got to apologize? They're the ones who's hosting the video. Yeah. They're the ones, and I hate that LeBron had to come out and say something too. Like, man, be quiet. And at that moment, I, I just feel I sometimes I'd be feeling Dr. Umar Johnson. I'm sorry, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> There's sometimes I mean a blow a broken clock is right uh, what twice a day, and sometimes I, I I I'm not saying I support everything that Dr. Umar Johnson says, but when he be calling these people out on these certain issues. It's like, just stop and whatnot like that. But I, I do think it's unfortunate that you almost have to damn near grovel, um, essentially, and whatnot. No one, and I hate to be that uh, that that Facebook hotep, but ain't nobody saying on Amazon. And Nike got some nerve with the way that they're unethical work conditions and whatnot like that. Well, like, yeah, y'all are Nike, the last people. Nike always runs away from PR um, exactly. <laughs> situations. Well, 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 you see Odell's getting um getting on their head now too, or whatever. So, I'm glad we're in a more vocal um area now where people like don't mind speaking out a little bit. Yeah, again. you so, know, maybe doing it with say You can you can add Kanye to that mix if you want to, or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'll be um like I said, I just I want the brother to be able to play. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he's done and said all the right things at this point for the last three weeks. Like, what okay. else? Do, what else do y'all want from him at this point? Uh, and it's over. It overshadows, you know, a lot of the good things he's done in in the black community. So, 
and he's a good player and whatnot like that. I just, yeah, I, and I feel bad um, for uh, Kevin Durant at this point too. Even though he do just, you? Even though he just threw everybody else from Brooklyn under. I was under about the bus. to say you feel bad for Kevin. Well, I that's just a hard person for me to feel bad well, for. Well, let me say this: I just I want to see him and Kyrie on the court together to see if it, it actually will work. Um, but what's it been two two years in the making? <laughs> This is crazy. It's, it's yeah. The, I feel like the NBA is all out of whack right now, like you had said a few minutes ago. So we'll see. But sorrow is not something that comes to my mind when I think of Kevin Durant. He's good. He'll be straight. Didn't he get my man's Nash out there? And, and then we thought Eme was about to go there for a minute, but they yeah, didn't. I'm, I'm glad they hired um, um, Jock Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought he should get a chance to be a head coach. So, uh, if Jogmon can survive and coach this mess, because <laughs> they're they're so they're, oh, they got so much going on. I, I hate when when the just the the personal stuff kind of just overshadows the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they got so much just other antics. You you can't even focus on the ball. Okay, so what have you been listening to? It's just so much new music out, right? Isn't it? I, I feel like there's a lot. Um, you know, I think, of course, we there all is. like that Nas. I know. I think we all like that Nas. That was pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, that it's was my, my favorite of the uh, King's of Disease. All the series? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely good. No, I definitely, um, I definitely appreciate it. He's of definitely course, Asian sorry, backwards. Just, you said what? Nas is aging backwards at this point for him to be 49 and still hella relevant yeah. no he, he he's good i do wish we would kind of hold off though i'm, I'm always complaining i just need niggas to let excuse, i just need people to let tracks go for <laughs> at least at least at least let the cd be in the world for at least a day or two oh this is the best we're just so quick to make declarations just let something chill just let it breathe for me i don't know if people are in a rush to have a have the the opinion I don't know. I noticed a big proliferation with that when shows would come on, people would just feel like they have to post in real time. I don't know. I just think that's part of the culture. But getting back to the music, though, what you said, yeah, I think Nas has done rap the right way. Like, you actually get to see a brother aging well. His content is still on point. It's not It's not like he's trying too hard. Him and Hit Boy obviously have a really good relationship. No, I, I definitely appreciate King's Disease 3. Do you have any favorite tracks? Um, 30. Um, the track called 30s um, it's mm-hmm. your favorite um, what's the track where he talks about um, Jay Z uh, twice the twice the man or twice the, twice the kid once the man I, oh when they're talking about ether or whatever yeah. sun I like was it hood to hood I think yeah. it's pretty good no it's, it's, it's definitely a real solid project I, I like it I really like it it's one of those you can listen to completely through and whatnot. Um, no, and he's obviously still touring. He's having his one night show. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about going to New York to to. As to... you should. Listen, I highly recommend if you have the means and the availability, travel for a show. People, that is the best thing in the world. It's the best thing you can do, and especially for him to be in New York City with it. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a great event. You should. Don't even think twice about it. If you if you can, if you can afford to. You know, in terms of time and everything, I know you gotta. You know, 
consider a few moving pieces, but by all means, go. Go, go, go. With bells and whistles. It'll be great, I am sure. But no, that's been out. That's been pretty good. Um, there's a jazz artist I love, Yusef Days. He's a drummer from um, the UK. He's always pretty much dropping some fire. Um, I hear a lot of him. He does stuff with Mark Palandrino and Rocco Palandino. Um, that's always been pretty pretty dope to me. West Side Boogie, who I happen to love. He re-released his project from earlier this year. He added about four so new tracks that I enjoy. One of the tracks has Rap City and Alex Isley. And I can't think of anything more perfect than Rap City and Alex Isley on a track together. Of course, just add Boogie to it and it becomes perfection. So always enjoying the Boogie. Um, he's always out there doing good. Trying to think, is there any other like, oh, Yahan Hunter, he's a jazz artist. He's pretty dope. Um, he just recently came out with, to me, it's a short album. It's only about six or so tracks, but it's called Chill Tape Volume 3. And he just does really, really amazing mixes. If you just need something mellow to put on, I recommend it for your baby, your plants. If you're about to cook for this upcoming Thanksgiving, like I am, I know you've taken the dish over to your mom's. Right? Are you taking it? Yeah, making uh, barbecue um, green beans. Oh, perfect. So, yep, when you cook, and do you listen to music while you cook? Or are you uh, that little Ali trying to be a sous chef? Uh, both. It, it depends. Some days he's all, he wants to be in the kitchen. Other days, not so much. Um, I will say underrated hip hop album um, that I actually think is one of the uh, best ones out. Um, the Dave East. Oh, okay. Um, Booker Dave or Booker David. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with the artists and because I feel like Roy's best best album was the Booker Ryan and now um, Dave East with the Booker David. So. He's talented. And, and, you know, for me, he's one of those MCs who, like, I know is good. But for whatever reason, because I heard his song, because I know he has something, because I listened to his song with Fab, because I know Fab is a good MC. But, yeah, I might have to spin the block on that one and see what it's about. But he's, but I know he's he's talented, though. Like, I know people really, really mess with him. So that's good to hear that he had a good drop. Are you still listening to Freddie Gibbs? Did you like that Soul Soul Tucker? Uh, I liked it. Am I still listening to it? I haven't. Uh then Nas and Davies have been in heavy rotation. The uh, what else? Yeah, definitely not. The, the definitely on salt, huh? The Drake and Twenty One Savage. Uh, it's okay. Uh, How did you feel about? I like Twenty One. That's my dude. How did you feel about his uh, disrespect? He well, he said. Y'all always be running with stuff. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) How do you feel? Yeah, how did you feel about the... And I see a lot of people say something. I didn't see Kodak Black's uh, statement. Yeah, so Kodak Black said something. Ian Rappaport just said something. Uh, Oh, okay. I think um, even Hit Boy are... Yeah, Hit Boy responded finally. Of course. You said finally. Um, I... It is. I mean, I, I get it. This generation. I feel like it's part of their marketing. I feel like it's part of Drake and uh, Future's marketing in part. I, so the question was, like, is he, I, I think he said he's not relevant anymore. It's like, what? 
he is the most relevant hip hop artist of his era right now. Yeah. I don't think he recognizes that. Like, if you would see what he's able to do on a tour run, I've seen Nas twice this year now, once in Cali and once out here. And both crowds, they all know his songs. Like, he's he's one of those artists who can tour for life, even if he didn't release this last album. But the fact that he can tour off even these last three projects, I think, says something as well, too. Oh, I've been listening to the PJ Morton album. How is that? I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I like PJ. He's so talented. Yeah. Um, super, super, super talented. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I get it's, it. It's one of my favorite projects, though. It's been some pretty good music this year. I'm trying to think if there's any more releases. I know your girl got nominated for eight Grammys for Renaissance. I know y'all excited, which uh, basically means she'll be at the uh, Grammys. So yeah. that's something to look Man. forward to. I've been so I've been listening to a lot of, even though not a not new Ella May. Okay, she was nominated for a Grammy with her song with a uh, Babyface. Did you like that song? Yeah, I do. I, I really I enjoy her as as an artist. I'm okay. I haven't gotten into her like that. Did you listen to Babyface? Uh, ladies of Ladies of the Night are the are the well, all the ladies with like Ari and yeah, it's Ella a good it's a good album. You like it? Okay. Yeah, it is. It's really, really good. I like Babyface. He's usually pretty spot on. He was here. Who isn't here? But he was here, I think, last week or whatever. He's always here. But okay, I'll have to... Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, Every, I everybody I, I know that's, that's listened to it um, likes it a lot, so... Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's been, she's been around now for a few years at this point. Yeah. I'm still stuck on boot up, so I have to. And then she had the song with Usher that yeah. I like, whatever. I don't know for whatever reason. I just she's not someone you, I you naturally will, gravitated towards. You, I think he would like her song "Naked." How is she? I? I'll have to see. I'm picky about my art. I I listen to R and B. I do, but I'm not someone to like. It's it's not my first option to go uh to go listen to a track like. Who the girls like, like Summer Walker and Queen Naj, and I don't listen to all that stuff or whatever. So it's just not, I, I don't, I not, it's not my natural inclination to go spin one of the um, CDs. Not to say it's not good, but like Alex Isley, if they're like super chill, neo soulish or whatever, I can get with it. Like some Robert Glasper type R&B, I, I, I like I, that. I'll, I'll get with. But your classic R&B ladies, I'm just, mm-mm. I got to be better about it. Give her a chance. I think you might might like her. Yeah, send me your favorite LMA track. I always tell someone, send me your favorite track by that artist. So can you do that, please? Yes, I can. I'll do that right now, actually. Okay, great. Yeah, no, I listen, I love being put on. My friend just put me on uh, this group called Salt. It's half a Cleo Soul or whatever, but they're so melodic and just dope. So listen, I'm always going to give someone a spin just one time just to see where I stand with it, but yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you, I think you will en- en- enjoy her. And she's one of the artists I can actually put on at school, and my students will be singing along to the song. So, really? Yeah. See, I'll take that over some Summer Walker stuff. I'm sorry. I do not get with that. Yeah, I can't. But... I'm not a big um, Summer Walker fan. 
Mm-mm. My girl Jordan, we went, I think, last year, whatever year to go see her. That, to me, that, oof, oof, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I know the ladies love her, though. I know they love her. I know they let them some Summer Walker. But that's good, though, that you can put on some. So that's what the kids can chill out to. Okay. That's good to hear. I was wondering what the, to a small degree, what they were listening to. Yeah, so I think this is a good place to end it. Um, shoot, next time we're on the air, Thanksgiving, what had happened? Are you going Black Friday shopping? You know, it's going to be hard for me to. There's nothing I really, really need. This may be a comforter set. I'm not sure. I've never done the. It, it's so cold out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's I'll, always cold, but it's like frozen tundra cold out here. Yeah, I'm going to do um, small business Saturday. I'm going to go to a few black-owned businesses on Avenue of Fashion and Midtown. And then I'll probably do Cyber Monday, but I don't think I'm going to do Black Friday. Yeah, no, Art, yeah. I'm I'm okay. I have um, a big expense happening at the end of this year. Um, so I am not able to financially commit to some of those things right now. And like I said, I, I'm, I'm already planning my exhaustion from this Thanksgiving and whatnot. So I don't know where that will leave me energy wise. And I'm trying to cut, uh, cut down on consumption too. Lastly, you know, NPR released something a couple weeks ago about how only 5% of what we recycle really even ends up being recyclable. Like all this other stuff just ends up in a landfill and in other countries and, you know, cheaper um, plastics is getting cheaper to produce and stuff. So we're just at a really crappy point in time. So I've been really honestly, in all sincerity, I'm not even joking, been struggling with the concept of not having to recycle moving forward. Cause I am someone who recycles and uses it as fake moral superiority over people. Um, I hate to say it. And so the fact that like, it's not even really a real thing is really kind of messing with me and whatnot. So it kind of just goes back to, the whole consumption thing like do we already even have enough stuff and so it's just it's been wrecking with me i know that was a long way to say it. i don't know <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll have to see uh you know are you a christmas music person a christian music christmas music oh um no not like that yeah Did me either I see Alicia Keys. I was at some store yesterday. I see. I think it was. I was at Target. I think Alicia Keys got. She had a video in the background. It was Santa Baby. I said, "Of course she do. Of course mm-hmm. Alicia is tapping into the Christmas market." Are you that a recommendation? No, I, I'm not a big Christmas music person, and I know it burns people a certain type of way. And I'm like, I'm uh, not really. <laughs> oh, really? Like, so you don't like any of the songs? Mm, boys and men I mean Nat King Cole but uh, I'm not like I'm gonna be listening I'm not one of them people that listen to Christian music from Thanksgiving to well after Christmas no there are those people I will I was thinking about that I might put on like a little I'm sure Sirius will have some station dedicated to us I was thinking about throwing some of that on the JBL clip when the fam comes over 
um, and whatnot. But no, I feel you. I mean, thankfully, it's only seasonal and it only happens. But sometimes that music can be kind of somber and stuff like that mm-hmm. through the years. It makes you kind of emo, and it's already cold out. And at yeah, least in my, Michigan, it's always cloudy. My Christmas song is um, "Go Straight to the Ghetto" with James Brown and Okay Christmas Period. and Hollis. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, by Run DMC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love Friday After Next. I don't mm-hmm. care what no one says. That's my favorite. I'm gonna say it. I think that's my favorite Friday. I don't care. The Friday After Next, the Christmas one with Ricky Smiley and yeah. stuff. And yeah, Top Flight Security. That's my favorite one. So yeah. But okay. Well, you take care of yourself, peeps. Okay, we'll catch y'all the next time. <laughs>